0: I mean how do we feel uh, how do we feel about the grizzlies at the end of the day like we, they talk they talk a lot here's the thing i like players i like teams that talk shit and want to back it up here's the thing though you got to be able to you got to be able and i and i understand where their energy comes from i understand where their energy come from because when the grizzlies and Golden State met in the playoffs. It was it was something else. You feel me? And what they probably are one of the most exciting teams in the NFL. You know what I mean? Because John Morant. At the end of the day, here's it. Here's the thing, though. What Clay said at the end of the game, and Clay is known to be one of those petty players uh, in the post game, and it, it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Um. But it has a lot of truth to it, you know, take the pettiness away and things like that. He spoke facts because afterwards he said that's the type of team that brings out our competitive nature. They bring the best out of us and we probably bring the best out of them. So he showed them some love as well. Whether you believe he meant it or not, that is still the truth. Like when it comes to the Memphis Grizzlies, they bring out the best in Golden State. The thing is, what he said about them being a dynasty is right you can't consider yourself a dynasty unless you have won something. They haven't won anything. They've been a playoff threat here and there, you know? And they really haven't had a stapled player for a long time, you know? So with John Morant, that's that's phenomenal. And then you got Brooks, you got Bane, they got cats over they got some killers over there. At the same time, none of that shit means anything. The regular season is dope, you know? To be a spectator watching that, that's phenomenal. The real grittiness, the real sports fan though, it goes down inside the playoffs. And if you're missing a key player, it does it mean something? Absolutely. At the end of the day, there's nothing you can pretty much too much do. Why? You got to keep playing. They're not going to stop the game and, and stop the game and wait for your uh, key player, best player. Leader, whoever that player is, to come back from any type of injury. I know because I'm a Laker fan. We had some key injuries in the playoffs a couple of years ago with AD. You know what I mean? So it's nothing you could do about that. But when everybody's there, it's a head of fade. Now the bragging rights can come out. At the same time, I ain't going to even lie to you, it is a double standard. Because a team that is wounded, if they don't have their star player and they still manage to beat you at your full strength, that's, that's saying something. That's saying something. And, it's, and again, I said it's a double standard. Because if Memphis was to turn around and beat on Golden State and they didn't have Steph, then it's going to be like, well, they didn't have Steph. But if you flip it around, they, that is it. Kind of because that's the key player at the end of the day. That's the key player at the end of the day. Now, some people won't give Golden State that type of, you know what I'm saying? They won't. They won't give them that. Why? Because they are considered a well-oiled machine. They have a Jordan pool over there, which a lot of a lot of a lot of teams in this league don't have a Jordan pool type of player. Now, that doesn't mean that he replaces or fills uh, Curry's shoes. Not at all. Probably never will his whole career. But at the same time, that's a good luxury <laughs> to have a, a, a player like that to fill in when one of your star players is not there. Because he filled in when Clay wasn't there. You know what I mean? So to hold his own. At the end of the day, I kind of roll with Clay on that one. You can't really consider yourself a dynasty. You're talking a little too early when y'all haven't won anything. Bro, I don't make the rules. That is just, that's just the rules. I mean, I don't, I don't understand how you could consider yourself a dynasty without winning. And then you got to win multiple at that to be considered a dynasty, not just one. You got to be, you know, at least you got to give us two or three. I thought it was, to me, growing up, I thought it was three. You know, if you won three championships, you would consider it a dynasty. Let alone, like, win win three in a row. Um, But that's a great matchup. You know what I'm saying? We know we're going to get some authentic basketball when it comes to those two. You know, unfortunately, looking at my my Lakers against the Mavs, that was – it got pitiful when it got to the end. No excuses. I mean, we don't have AD. And you can see without us having AD in the middle – you know, they get into that rack. They are punishing us in that paint. And ain't even some of the top tier players, it's just they just get into the rack. Having the AD in that paint really helps. Not just offensively, but we definitely need him defensively. Um, Braun is not enough. Braun is up in age. And, you know, I had a little debate back and forth with my cousin. It just seemed like his leadership is just just not it. Not at least not it for us. Maybe his leadership can work somewhere else. But that type of leadership that he got, but here, like, nah, man, that shit not working, bro. It's, it's drying out pretty fast, and he's still putting up the numbers. Again, I know that. I'm not, I know that. Well, you know, we haven't seen a thirty-eight year old put up these type of numbers before in the NBA, and that's true. All right, that's cool. That's the thing, though. Like, Laker fans don't really care about that shit. I mean, yeah, we're as a person outside of being a fan of the Lakers, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? That's phenomenal. What he's doing, that's fucking phenomenal. But as a Laker fan we don't really care about that because if he was averaging 15 or 20 points and we were still and we were winning games we will let's roll with that you know what I'm saying but him putting up 30 thirty five or whatever and i and I would hear people saying whether it's an impact or not like at first I didn't really understand it and, and when it comes to sometimes I really don't understand it to tell you the truth like You know, you put up your numbers. Yes, it's going to be an impact or whatever, I guess, is when you actually are putting up those numbers. Because if he scored 35 and the bulk of that was in the first half, then all right, if, if if you're talking about that, he didn't pick it up in the second half, then I can understand that. You feel me? Or if he picked it up in in, in 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 garbage time where they was already down by 20 or 30 points and he picked up 15 of that or whatever, and we still end up losing by 15. Then, yeah, that shit don't really matter. Um, but you already know how the narrative is going to go. He didn't. He don't have enough help. Blah blah this and blah blah that. And, you know, in some cases that should be true. Some cases I can't really give him that because at at one point when he was injured and he was out, AD I picked up the load and he was dropping you know thirty and forty and fifty point games. Double doubles are on top of that, and but cats were winning the game though. We were actually winning the game. Uh, but yeah, I'm not about to you know when it comes to those MJ and and MJ and uh, the the Bron fans, dog. You can go down, y'all can go down that rabbit hole with the biggest if you want to. Them niggas all day, <laughs> all day, all day. Um, that's my basketball take. I mean, Christmas games are. It, it, <laughs> Christmas didn't even feel like Christmas like that, let alone the Christmas games in itself. The hottest game, though, was the game was Christmas night where Denver and, and Phoenix, that game was popping. That game was popping. Uh, Jamal Murray, man, that nigga is special, dog. It's, it, he just got to be able to stay healthy. Just it's just like the AD thing, but I feel like Jamal Murray's impact uh, for Denver is by far more more impactful than ADs with the Lakers. I'm gonna tell you why because they already have a cat that's ready to put up numbers and ready to win. They need Jamal Murray to come in there and make and just do what he do. If he does that, it's going it, to Denver is either going to win or they're going to be close to winning. You know what I mean? Cuz they still got to play defense. Offensively the fucking juggernaut. But defensively they just got to probably stand up. You know, they got to stand up a little bit more. They got to lock in a little bit more, you know. But a lot of teams have that problem with, you know, playing defense, you know, especially how the game is being played now. And, you know, it's it's a whole lot that goes into it. But offensively, Denver looks fucking dangerous, dog. Um, Phoenix is Phoenix. They still got the same players over there. You know what I mean, and uh, I mean nothing special. But I mean they still stay in a the float. They still stay in the float. They still one of the best teams in the West, or whatever the case may be. But I, that shit didn't sell. Unless they win the championship, I don't want to hear nothing out of Phoenix. Uh, same thing with Denver, though. Same, they they still in that same bracket. Like they get to, they can get to the they can get to the Western Conference and stuff like that. But until they just at this, you know, being a Lakers fan is not fair. Criticizing these other teams. Or Whatever, but I'm only criticizing the teams that's a, projected to win championships, you know what I'm saying? Excluding the east coast team, I'm just talking about oh, yeah, that's another thing, though. John Moran said he's not worried about any team in the west, he said he said that he's in he's good in the west. Yo, 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 hey, <laughs> and you know what. Like I said, regular season, you got to understand, the regular season is whatever. When niggas start arguing with me about regular season records and shit like that, I don't care about that. Because that, cause to me, I look at it like this. Yes, seeding does matter in the playoffs. And that's what a lot of these teams play for is the seeding. They want to get that home court advantage. At the end of the day, the shit has had a phase. I don't see too many teams holding down a fort at their home like that. It will make a difference in the playoffs. Don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day, like, nigga, you can be beat. You can be beat. There's no juggernauts in the NBA anymore. Not don't like that. I mean, Golden State, not even a juggernaut. Hell, Golden State is still at the bottom right now. You know, the Mavs are all, damn near almost 500. You feel me? So, yeah, no. <sighs> I don't know, man. Fantasy football is still going. Um, Next week should be the last week for majority if not all the leagues. I am going to a championship, one championship out of three money leagues. I'm happy about that. Shout out to Keon. That nigga blew me out by 100 points uh, in his league. Yeah, man. He got me on that one. Um I would say um I would say that uh I picked a, I picked a, a a good roster, but I will say this. Let me explain this. He has Derrick Henry, and Derrick Henry had a solid, He had a good game. He had a good game. He put a, his his whole lineup was was extremely nice, right? Um, the draft mistake that I made wasn't as bad as I thought it would would be. I didn't want to pick multiple Raiders. You know what I mean? That's what a lot of players tend to do. They'll pick a lot of players from their favorite team because they're so used to those. They're used to that offense. They're used to those players. Just that. So they know who they can rely on. And, 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 and it might not be. It's not much of a secret to cats that really watch the game and pay attention to other players, but it is for the casual fans. You know what I mean? It might be a surprise that, damn, why did he draft Hunter Winfrey? Because that nigga can rack up some numbers, (laughs) but he's been injured for the majority of the season. Um, In the snake draft, I'm not sure where I was at in that snake draft, but I know I ended up, I could have ended up with Nick Chubbs as my first running back, first or second, and Derrick Henry. Now, I have Josh Jacobs, and he ended up being my workhorse next to Nick Chubbs. Uh, that was my one-two punch. With Devontae Adams, there's a thing called your draft queue. So inside of the queue, those are the players that you're interested in. As I was picking Devontae Adams, My turn came up. So it went from add player to your queue to draft player. And that's what happened. Because I had planned on, I had Derrick Henry at the top of that list. I was going to draft Derrick Henry. But I accidentally drafted Devontae Adams. Now, it ended up working out for me because Devontae Adams has some games or whatever. But (laughs) he came back to bite me in the playoffs. So shout out to Keon. He beat me by damn near almost identical 100 points. Uh, and then obviously in my barber's fantasy league, I lost in the first round, and I did have Derrick Henry on that roster, but it wasn't an en- it wasn't enough. You know my my skill set players and things. I struggled outside of that. Like I had I had Kittle's as my tight end in that league. All the other leagues, I struggled with the tight end. You know it was it the tight end position is very you know you probably in with Darren Waller being out a lot this year like. Kittles is supposed to be a top three tight end. You got Kelsey, you know what I'm saying? Outside of those three dog, and he had uh he he had Ingram. He had Ingram over there from Jacksonville and he went off. And that was the first sign of me losing was like, damn, if he put up 20 points, I ain't gonna have a tight end. I had to tight end from Pittsburgh. I don't even think I came close. You know, and all his players, his skill set players, his quarterback. I had Lamar Jackson and Tua. You know what I mean? So I had two banged up quarterbacks. Obviously, Lamar has been out for the past couple of weeks, and but Tua played well against Green Bay. Um, Josh Allen is, on, is one of my other quarterbacks, and Jared Goff was the one in the one that I lost in the first round. Uh, solid fantasy quarterbacks, man, but. Uh, I'm only, I'm going to the championship with Josh Allen as my starting quarterback. I think I have two on the bench. I have two and Trevor Lawrence on the bench. I picked up three quarterbacks. Yes, I did. Um, I got a nice I got a nice squad, but man, with this with this weather, man, I'm nervous because receivers don't perform that well in the cold. Well well, them Philly receivers do. But I got Justin Jefferson and and uh Stefan Diggs. And I'm nervous, man, because if there's a Buffalo home game, I'm not sure if y'all have seen their home games, man. It's extremely cold. And I don't have any receiver replacements for Stephon Diggs. Um you know, with the Vikings, I'm good with that as long as they play at home and not and not outside. that <laughs> outside, man. I need my receivers to, to to produce, man. Um good at the running back position. Um Yeah, man. Yeah, I I'm happy. I'm happy. So this 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 time, well, this time, yeah, this time next week, I will be coming to you as either a champion. No, I'm gonna say it. I, I, I will be a champion. Hopefully, I'll be. A, hopefully, I'll be a champion, man. I, I don't want to push the egg before the cart, but I'm in one championship out of three league uh, out of three money leagues, and I feel good with that, man. Uh, y'all pray for me. I want to hit that, man. That could be a uh, that could be some tickets to to a flight to a different state, or it might be out of the country, man. I need that. I think in this one we get a ring too, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Shout out, man. Overrun with BTG. Uh, This is the end of the year, man. I want to do an end of the year wrap up with sports, but I mean, here we are. I think a lot of our sports topics deal with uh, uh, it it was a lot of drama. Wasn't a lot of shit that we could talk about like on the field or off the field. You know what I'm saying? Like the Deion Sanders and and Brittany Griner and shit like that. I think I'll mention that on BTG for President. Outside of that, man, uh, this is the first this is the year wrap-up in sports. Going into another going into a new year. We got some bowl games coming up. Uh college football, playoffs, etc., cetera, et cetera, to look forward to next year. March Madness to look forward to early next year, the all-star game, which hasn't been shit the past couple of years, but we'll look into that as well. Um, shout out, man. Overrun with BTG, 12 cal Murph. why not sports? Yeah, man, let's get it.